You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the Four All Nerds. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture according to people of color. And as always, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin, aka Halal Jordan, Lucius Lionel, Bernie Slanders, (laughs) Buzz Alchia, Quantum Leech, Chris Radnorock, Lando Californication, Patrick Swaley, Toss Coin to your Ninja. (laughs) We here. Some of the coldest. Some of the oh my god. Oh my god. Some of the but but besides that, some of the coldest AKAs I've ever heard in my life. Thank you very much. And as always, as you hear and see, I am joined by Tatiana King, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Flex Luthor, let Ned Slanders, Gucci Mandalorian, Jay Prince of All Saiyans, Dame Diner Dash, Chance the Parapper, Lord of Lightsabers, and the Ting. Of the North. Mm-hmm. And we are here back on the spaceship. New Rory and Ma. No, um. <laughs> Today has been a day out oh, here. And these internet shout outs to the Joe Budden podcast. You know, normally we discuss geek and pop culture. So we're not going to talk about this too long. But oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it was just interesting to me. Like, I was listening to it. Everybody knows, uh, or if you don't know, Joe Budden fired his co-hosts, Rory and Maul, on the podcast today. People were hitting us up today like, yo, I'm glad my favorite podcasters don't have beef and actually respect <laughs> each other. True. Well, well, we respect each other for sure, but sometimes we have beef. But slight. It's yeah. Slight I wouldn't call beef. beef. Yeah, let's, I would let's never call say it beef. like uh, more Disagreements. Like, yeah, what, what's, what's, what's below beef? Tur- <laughs> ground turkey like, so we have some ground turkey <laughs> some some but, but we because we respect each other and love each other and all the other stuff like this is my brother so mm-hmm. we, we we talk through it or if we need to get away from each other for a minute we'll get away we've had the therapy it. episodes yeah. You know what I mean? yeah yeah we, we get we, away we think about it we come back have the conversation and we come to an understanding so yeah. i'm glad y'all recognize that <laughs> facts but joe budden you know fired his two co-hosts rory and maul today it was just interesting to me i listened to the podcast i you know managed to get my hands on it that's how it happens and um he is a dj folks you know you know there's always ways you heard that new yeah and uh shout out to you heard that new man damn i missed them days (laughs) um but yeah so joe went off and it was just interesting to me because i come from the combat jack show you know rest in peace rest in power to my brother combat jack and we used to go through all that same ish you know we never got the moolah that joe and them are seeing right now but we used to talk about the moolah and what we would do. 
And mm-hmm. hearing that word splits, when they started talking about the splits, I was like, yo. And there was 5011 niggas on y'all show. So Facts. The splits like, were always tight. Got 20, if one person got $20, you had to split it like 11 ways. And it's Fam. like, that shit is, especially living in New York, that is not the fucking business. So It was a lot going on. Yeah. But, you know, we made it. You know, legendary combat chat show. Always, you know, respect the architects. Yeah. And shout out to Joe, Rory and Maul. You know, hope y'all pull it together, get it right over there. Because, you know, I enjoy y'all when y'all do y'all album reviews. And, you know, other times y'all got some good jokes and stuff every now and again. So, But Ben, you said something interesting just about, like, you said that even before the money or the money came in or ever came in, y'all y'all were having those conversations. I, I from my understanding, it's, it's, it's always when the money comes into play. Big money. Significant yes. money comes well, into play. Well, we never saw the big money. And, and, we st- and there were still problems. You know, it happens. I think that's just, you know, everybody has egos. Everybody has a vision of what they want the show to be, what they want their future to be. And sometimes those coincide and sometimes those don't. Right. And it was even a, like me and Combat got into it at first when, you know, I got removed from the show, when a lot of people got moved from the show. One, because SoundCloud doesn't allow music like that. So, you know, it wasn't like a DJ. But I was like, I was a personality too, dog. And he was like, well, you know. <laughs> I'm a personality too, though. Yeah, he was like. plead your case. <laughs> yeah, he was like, maybe <laughs> not, you know. And so. <laughs> no, um, what, what, what Combat, what, what yep. Reggie did was he said, maybe not, but here's a show. Yes, and here's your own lane. And at first, that I was like, yo, I don't really like that. You know, I, was, I wanted to do both. But as time went on, I started understanding the power and greatness of For All Nerds and what Reggie had done for me by setting up this lane that I could just run wild in, that I could mm-hmm. bring other people in. That I can allow to grow and prosper and become this massive entity that, you know, well, we still working on getting our own Spotify deal, but we're still working on it, but we are our own entity. Like Facts. we have the Patreon popping crazy over the last few weeks, over the last few months, especially mm-hmm. because everyone has been jumping on the the views from the 616 train. Obviously, we had our gaming editor, he's going to town. Like as we record this right now, he is live streaming on our Twitch. Like, there's so many moving parts now and it's a good thing like this is what expansion and this is what what healthy like a healthy growth feels like we have chica shout out to you love you our social media editor who Mm -hmm. she's going off now she's somewhere on the social media sphere going off obviously we have lunar our expert sound engineer who is making us sound incredible and crisp right about now and we got a sure microphones thanks to our patreon Patreon patreon.com Slash for all nerds, where you can help and join and help us get these beautiful. You see this? You see that? Sure, that ain't mm-hmm. come from no you know corporate deal. That no, came th- from th- y'all. That came Patreon money, and not just beautiful, like quality wise. Because quality. that's one thing y'all know. If you listen to shows from four years ago and listen to it now, completely different quality. Mm. And also, like, like again, we're all we've because of the pandemic, we've all been home, so we needed to have the right setup. We needed to give you what you wanted, and also it matters, like especially when we have people like like special guests. Oh. I mean, you might hear about one this episode but like when we have special guests and stuff like that we want to come correct and we want to be able to say yo we are a professional outlet which we are mm-hmm. and this is how we do we don't want to half step nothing so that's why when you support us on patreon patreon.com slash for all nerds anything you can provide whether you do the dollar or you do the 20 or whatever all of that in aggregate absolutely helps and it gets us to a better position a higher position that was also helping 
pre-pandemic when we had to do things like go to Comic-Con or fly out to go to a press junket. How do you think we was paying for that for those expenses through y'all? And y'all. that's how we keep getting bigger and bigger. We need this access. We need to be in these spaces. We need to report in these spaces and be able to report on the goings-ons at these events. And we are there because of you. And that's why y'all, the fan fam, are so freaking important. Can I tell y'all how I once spent like $1,500 to see Captain Marvel? Oh, I remember that. I, I, because <laughs> press, and that was a we were invited as press, but had to pay our own way. <laughs> yeah, we were invited as press, but we had to pay our own way. And the junket was in Los Angeles, it was and beautiful. it was in Hollywood. It was beautiful. It was, it was a crazy at the Beverly junket. Hilton. Yeah, it was like at the Beverly Hilton. So I wanted to make sure I was there. So I got an Airbnb in the location near, you know, not even that close, but nearby, mm. and that shit. Hurt. It and hurt. That plane ticket hurt. Now and I got I, lucky. I have lots of peoples in LA, so I was able to stay, but I still had to pay for the plane ticket. I, I had to do like like you said, a lot of shit that we've done in the past, and even till this day, we have to do out of pocket. We do it for the love, and we do it because we like what we produce. We like producing this content. We like producing podcasts, but also we want to do more. Like mm-hmm. again, you we always talk about how we have the Twitch and stuff. We want to do original content too. We want to do skits. We want to do that. But we, we need the support. I do. Yeah. I do. I want to produce them. You don't have to be in them. You know how to, well, maybe I might throw you in there. I might make you act then. I might make you flex your acting chops. I grew Who up knows? acting. You 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 would be surprised. Oh, okay. Well, we got to throw you in the hat. Yeah, you throw would you be in the ring folks. But, but but my point yes. is there's there's lots of a lot of different creative lanes we want to take and directions we want to try. And and a lot of them, not all, but a lot of them require some type of monies. And and the thing is when we do these, we like incorporating other people into the process and we want to be fair. That's why we pay everyone we work with. We pay or we give something. There's some type of equitable or understanding or arrangement so we can allow them to do their thing. But also we want to be fair. That's the one thing you never going to hear someone say, oh, I worked with foreigners and they never paid me or they never gave me my due or they never helped me. You would, you will never hear that. And if someone does say that, we need to have a conversation. But I guarantee you'll never hear that because we make it very plain about what the deal is. Mm-hmm. And that's why we 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 ask and appreciate when y'all hit us on the Patreons, when y'all hit us on the PayPal's, or whatever y'all do, because we want to make sure that we're transferring all this love and energy into something we can build and 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 create with other people and grow and also give them what they deserve. And also, like we don't want to be the the big the big corporations who are just using people. Mm. That's not what we want. No. And so thank you to all the support. Like Tatiana said, patreon.com slash for all nerds. Also, make sure you are following us so you can see us on twitch.tv slash for all nerds, where we broadcast live every Monday and Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern for the time being. This actual one noted, well, I mean, you already noticed what we'll be talking about on social. It'll probably come out a little bit later in the day on Thursday this week because of some other things. And we're working on moving the time around. Yeah. But in general, oh, like we said, there is a <laughs> lot of change, a lot of growth coming to For All Nerds right now. And one thing is we have our views from the 616, which is our MCU-focused podcast, which you can catch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Twitch and on our SoundCloud, iTunes, everywhere else. But we also have our main show, the, you know, the legendary For All Nerds show, where we have our geekly-ass questions, where we do comments on cop, where we talk about all the news of the week. And we feel like it's just a little bit too much of a catch-all right now. Yeah. So we're working on making some changes to the main show. You'll definitely F with it either way. It's going to be more of a deep dive into certain topics. It's kind of like a different 
format of views from the 616 of the Castle Black of the Safe Negro Pod style brought to the main show of For All Nerds. But don't worry, it's still going to be fire. You'll still get your geek when he asked questions. Your mm-hmm. comics I copped. Mm-hmm. I just went into an Italian mobster accent right there for <laughs> some reason I don't understand. But that's what happens, you know me, on this show right here. That's terrible, Ben. I'm a warrior. No. <laughs> okay, Elon. I'm a, you know, he was he, Elon Musk. Oh, he was ass is what oh, he no, was. He was, he was yeah, ass. That's Man, it. I mean, he also, no just crashed bit, he also just crashed Bitcoin uh, about an hour ago, just FYI. So. Again? Again. Well, he crashed Dogecoin before, but he crashed Bitcoin this time. Word? Oh, I got to yeah, check my yeah, account yeah, when we yeah. go to break then because, uh, yeah. And um, on that note, let's take a quick break. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll come back, you know, broke as fuck. And, but we do, oh my God, I'm, you know, almost forgot to mention. Yo, how could we almost forget, right? Major key right here. Major key. Big cloth talk. Yes. Right after the break, we have a special guest. The one and only Malcolm Spellman is in the spaceship. Do y'all know who that is? That is the showrunner and head writer of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, that little show that we have been covering for the last like seven weeks. So just saying. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Professor Brandon Obunu, a scientist who studies genetics and epidemics. And when I'm not doing long division, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, yo, this is Danny Lore. And this is Vida Ayala. And we are Twin Speaks. And when we are not writing Ironheart or James Bond, we are listening to For, For All, All Nerds. Nerds. Hi, my name's Genevieve King, and I play Jackie Veda on Netflix's Lock and Key. When I'm not cooking up new recipes in my kitchen, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, everybody. This is Peter Ramsey. I am the director of Rise of the Guardians and one of the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I like to listen to For All Nerds with Tatiana and the great Benjamin. Hey, this is Hiro Karangawa, actor and playwright. And you are listening to For All Nerds All The Way. Hi, this is Lexi Alexander, and I'm a filmmaker and a writer. And when I'm not playing with my vintage toys and feeding myself and my dog, then I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's up? This is Otto Asado. And when I'm not on television and movie sets, I am listening to For All Nerds. No, you didn't. No. And but people watching the show did. And that's what I kept trying to point out to people is that it wasn't so simple as Carly's a good guy or John's a bad guy. That is 100% true. We wanted every every antagonist in our show thinks they're a hero mm-hmm. and we want their philosophy to be relatable like Thanos also thinks he's a hero, right? Yep. Yeah. But nobody can get on board with his philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. We wanted all our characters to have worldviews and philosophies that people could get on board with. You don't know how many people three, four episodes in were texting me and emailing me saying, is Carly going to become a hero in the MCU? Because 
her views and representing people who feel powerless, who are mis- who are uh, displaced or whatever, right? It, 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 they are rooted in righteousness. Look at Sam. Sam. I mean, Sam didn't want to give up on her. You know mm. what I'm saying? But Ben did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And what's up, y'all? And welcome back to the For All Nerds show. And oh, my God. You thought? You thought? (laughs) No, folks. No, no, no. Yes, we do have Malcolm Spellman in the chamber. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I mean, it's coming this Monday on Views from the 616 on Twitch.tv. Slash for all nerds. Make sure you're following twitch.tv slash for all nerds as well as for all nerds on all socials, Instagram and Twitter at for all nerds. Because the time might change. We're still not, you know, 100% if it's going to be that 1 p.m. or it's going to be our brand new time. You know what I mean? We might need mm-hmm. to drop this on the new time to get everybody acclimated. I mean, I've been seeing, like, we running polls, y'all, mm-hmm. but I'm just seeing it's, it's, y'all still not helping because it's just like all of the times are equal. Like, all the No, no, that 5 p.m., 6 p.m. slot. Was... You must not have seen the second poll. The second poll, all of the times was equal when I checked wow. about an hour ago. So Damn. I'm just like, it's not helpful. But, um, y'all, I've really seen want, a lot. Yeah. y'all really want a live stream. I mean, and, and of course, I mean, first of all, let's, and I think maybe we have to really be clear also, like, the podcast, the audio is still coming out in the mornings when as normal but like the, yeah. the the video part is what we're talking about the live streams on twitch so yes. y'all want us to do that like five six o'clock at night like and this again this is all eastern time like if that's yeah. really what y'all want okay cool but like why and <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to understand like what's that if we're talking about five o'clock at night what's that that's like 11 o'clock at night uk for the uk listeners oh damn we screwing them right yeah, yeah we are giving them the business that's why on a monday thinking, night that's why I like the idea of like a three, three yeah, PM. Three like, is I, like, and I know for the people on the East Coast, y'all like fam. I'm still at work, whatever. Fuck your job. Listen to us. I'm joking, no. but you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to find a happy medium, y'all. The other question we have is that Loki will be dropping on Wednesdays. Our views from the six one six schedule is normally we normally drop that on what Monday. Will y'all wait from Wednesday to Monday for our review? Yes. yes, you, you will. will. <laughs> <But is> that, <laughs> yes, you would. But it's also that too long. Like, because we, I mean, not that we don't ride the way other shows do. <laughs> it's, it's just, is that too long considering there's so much space in between when you he- watch a show, when you hear from us? Like right now, when when shit was coming out on Fridays, you only got a three, three day wait. And, that, and it made sense because it was the weekend. You was probably out kiki in and shit, so it didn't matter. But... Mm-hmm. No, you wasn't. What about out. when it's it was in pandemic. the middle? Right now, what about if it's in the middle of of the week? Then what? What? A, what yeah, but, I mean, meaning Wednesdays, like, like, fan, like. I mean, the fiends is gonna watch it on Wednesday. That's the thing. Yeah, you know, like, we know it, that. yeah, and and then some people wait to the weekend. So, yeah. I think Monday is still gonna be the day because we don't want to drop it on Friday, and you know, everybody going out getting faded. You know, so we know that <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody us. trying to ain't nobody <laughs> trying to listen to a podcast on a Friday night. So. No. It's. I think we just have to wait for Monday. Yeah. Y'all just that, have to hold off. And, and that's a two-headed monster, y'all. Like, y'all want us to put it later in the day, but then, remember, if shit's coming out on Wednesday, we, we would have to, as Ben, I mean, said, we would have to release it, like, Friday. So, y'all want it. And, and y'all not no, we ain't releasing on Friday. Shit. We're not. I'm just saying, like, 
It doesn't make sense, y'all. Y'all going to be high as shit. And we going like, to be there for that Monday when they recovering because, you know, the pandemic, yeah. everybody getting vaccinated, everybody going to be partying this summer. So, yeah. you know, we going to be there for that Monday, you know, when you recovering. Here you are. Views from the 616. You know, we going to yeah. talk this Loki. Okay. Hopefully. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but what we do know is right now. Oh, no. Before we get to that, though. Let me just say, Malcolm Spellman said this is one of the best interviews he ever did. So you need to be there Monday. Oh my God! We, we, we have the footage and the audio. So yes. yeah, best. We did that. I mean, you know, we did that. You know, what else do you expect? But <laughs> you know, you, you might have seen him on some other shows recently. But did he tell them that was one of the best interviews he ever did? <laughs> I doubt it. Anyway, right now it is time for one of my favorite segments. The Geekly Asked Questions. The Guac. The Guac. It's extra. We answer any and all questions from our listeners. You can hit us up, contact at forallnerds.com, or you can hit us on the Twitters, the Instagrams, at forallnerds. It don't matter what your question's about, geek-related or nah. Hit us up, and we will give you an answer. Let's go. What do we have up first tonight? Up first comes from Picture Me Rolling. What's up, y'all? Just want to say that I'm glad that my favorite podcast got co-hosts that respect each other. Yeah. All -hmm. right. Let me get my AKAs out the way. LOL. So Picture Me Rolling, AKA Kanye Westeros. That's solid. Solid. Mm -hmm. AKA Eric Trillmonger. We remember that one. That's solid. Yeah. AKA Funky Cold Moderna. Not a big fan of the uh, vaccine AKAs, but yeah, okay, I yeah. Well, here's another AKA Pfizer Lord Zuko. Does that make sense? Instead I don't of fire, know. Instead of Fire Lord. Oh no, Pfizer that's Lord. no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. AKA this, this last one I really like yeah. Gullah Gullah Wallen. Instead of Gullah Gullah Island. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I, I always thought it was just the Gullah Islands. I never knew it was Gullah Gullah. The show. Was it, it used to be on like Nickelodeon, some shit like that? Were there a show? Wow. You don't know what Gullah Gullah Island is? No, like, I know I know what Gullah Island is. No, I know the real the Gullah show, Island. Yeah. What that's from is the show. It, I, I think it was on Nickelodeon, whatever, but it was old, old school shit. Fucking like, what was it, mid late 90s or something like that? And yeah. it was. It was literally a concept of like these this married couple living on the actual Gullah Island. But were they black? They, they were black. Yeah, it was okay. a black cast, but Phew. they lived with puppets and like the puppets. Like it was like Sesame Street, but for for the Geechee people. Like it was it was cool. Is Geechee not? I, I, I I'm always wary about them words because I never know which is I was like um insulting, you know. Like coolie, I've been told is not the word to use. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, that I know you're not supposed to use. But Gullah, I've been called coolie. So, you know. and again, it could have evolved. And yeah. and if if it did, apologies. Mm-hmm. I just know because my grandmother and her people are from Gullah area, so they do okay. use both Gullah and Geechee. So, all right, yeah. I, but, anyway, but what you just what you just said is definitely a problem. So whatever. Yeah, well, I've definitely been called that one too. So, oh you know. wow, yeah. that's not back good. at Howard. Like you know, they're like you got that hair. You know, and they uh, said right. the word. I, I mean, that's that's usually the reason when I've heard it. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, I do things. You know, I didn't know how yeah. ridiculous it was what they were just saying to me. No. You got that? <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to the question. It's my favorite family, the niggers. <laughs> oh, that's from Dave Chappelle, the niggers. Yeah. Um. All right. Why didn't I know that this that it was this hard to keep my mouth shut about the future of Invisible? 
DJ Ben, I mean, put us on early, and I know what Thanos meant when he said, I too have been cursed with knowledge. <laughs> People making all these wrong takes about what they think is going to happen in the future of the show, and I got to opt out of the conversation because I don't want to spill the beans. This is probably how it felt for folks who read Game of Thrones before the show. How do you not accidentally ruin it for folks? It's uh, easy. Just don't say shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> just don't say shit. <laughs> like, that's, no, I read, like, and, I, and I fully understand and feel you on this because I read this so long ago and I know it like back and forwards. Like I've read it so many times that, and even you, Tatiana, you said stuff about Invincible and I'm like, ah, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, we, I, like I have offline conversations with Ben about it and then he'd be like, like you said, he'd be like, mm, okay, or whatever. But like, <laughs> like I've oh, also yeah. told him, don't I'm like, that's say cool, shit you know. to me. Yeah, I, 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 I don't I'm, tell shit. I'll just be like, well, yeah. that's cool that you feel that way, but you know, yeah. it's I mean, going to be different. That's what I'll usually say. It's going to be different in the future. Yes, that's stuff how he keeps saying. Yeah, I'll be like, how you feel yes. about this person is going to change, mm-hmm. you know. And, and and Ben, I mean, generally has a frame of mind not to say too much anyway. Yeah. But I, I'll also yell all day long, don't say shit to me, don't say shit. And he'd be like, okay. But to the, as he just said, the most he'll be like, it's okay, it might be different than what you think, and then leave it there. And then the thing about Invincible is there's so much stuff like, like I can say Anstrom Levy is a character you haven't met yet, but because you haven't even met him, I can't even begin to tell you where that fucking, you know, where his route and his arc is going to go because you don't know anything about this character yet. So it's like, and that affects so much. And then I could say, or like, like there's major stuff that's been hinted at. And I talked about that on our Patreon.com slash For All Nerds exclusive review, which you can only get on Patreon, the exclusive review of Invincible. So make sure you're a patron over there, Patreon.com slash For All Nerds. But like I talked about in Invincible, it's a book. And, it, and as the series has shown, that will change so rapidly that it's really tough for me to even discuss things because... There's been little hints and shit, but it's going to go in such a far direction, you know, that it's like, I can't even begin to tell you because you haven't even begun that journey yet. So you don't yeah. even know where, you know, it's going to, I could, like, if I'd spoil stuff, it might be spoiling in chapter three or four and we're good. I'm talking chapter 50, you know? Yeah. 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 And so as far as my, and I know what you mean, Pitcher Me Rolling, you said, how do you not accidentally be watch your mouth <laughs> yeah, just don't talk about it like that man it, it's easy watch like, your mouth. like like don't yeah. like you may want to you have to temper yourself like if you if you decide you want to get into these conversations really watch what you say and 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 hold back fall back fall back because it's just like you can't get too too riled up or too into it because and to your point you may accidentally say something you're not supposed to so just 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 be careful and I didn't even like that when, like, when the series and the people who read it already and they were hitting me and they're like, oh, I mean, I don't, when you're like, yo, I, you said this was it. I'm like, yeah, but then, like, when people are like, like, I mean, this isn't really giving it away, but I just don't want people to start rolling down that road, right? Because, yeah. like, a character conquest, he appears in one of the shots in the last episode. And people were tweeting me immediately, like, yo, you saw conquest? And I'm like, you ain't have to say his name. Of course I saw the Negro, you know, but, like, some people don't know him yet. So, yeah. like, let them learn it. Just yeah. like you learned it. That's what I always try and say, man. Like, remember how dope it was for you to read this book, Invincible? Let it be that way for people who watch the show. Let us give us the grace of discovery. Yeah. That, like it there really it is. matters. Yep. And there's a second part. There's a second question, rather. Yep. If you can pick any movie or movies to take back to the 1950s to blow people's minds away, what movies and why? A friend of mine asked me this, and he chose Black Panther to show people that the future is black excellence. Nigga, there's no other answer. 
I, I chose <laughs> I chose Jurassic Park and I'll let and I'll tell them it's all real life since they don't know what CGI is. Nigga, what, what type That's of violence did you wake up That's choosing? Up. Right. It's hilarious. <laughs> but fucked up. Um, yeah, I feel like Black Panther is the answer, but... Hollywood there, Shuffle. There are others. Yes, Ben, I mean Hollywood Shuffle. I would take back the first Matrix movie for sure because you're talking about blow people's minds you and choose fuck people them, up. Y'all are just choosing fuck. No, it's I mean, the 1950s. I mean, I want to fuck people up because <laughs> when, I read, when I read blow people's minds away, I'm thinking, fuck you up. So, so y'all just want to get burned at the stake is what you're telling me. 1950s, <laughs> not... 1700s witches in Salem. No, 1950s like, dragged behind the truck something. They gonna do something dirty to your ass. And you, you ain't doing shit a... to me because if I could go back to 1950s, I'm getting the fuck out of there too. I'm gonna be like Cable in that bitch. I'm gonna be like Cable in that bitch. Like, nope. Blue. You, you gonna show body slide by one. So you just trying to show up with your DVD player, your new TV, and you gonna pop in Matrix and be like, let me fuck your head up and then bloop. Then dip the fuck out. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, now, no. Would that fuck up the entire timeline? Everything ruined. Absolutely ruined. But if we imagine that you can do this and not fuck up a timeline, yeah, I would pick shit like The Matrix. I pick shit like Black Panther. Um, I would obviously pick things that that feature black people uh, doing different things that's not slavery related. Love crack country or even stuff that ooh that would be cool because that's supposed to take place in that time period, right? Yep. So ooh, I'd be like, this is how you do it. Choke them out. Right now, that's a show, but not a movie, but still. Choke them out. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I, I would generally bring them. And then again, 1950s, they had like War of the Worlds and shit like that, right? So they understand mm-hmm. science fiction and shit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. When people, when Orson Welles played War of the Worlds on the radio, I want to say it's 1920s, the people freak the fuck out. So if you yeah. show up with the Matrix at night, when niggas is watching black and white TV <laughs> and you show up, you your ass better hope your your hey, you time travel gets you up out of there. You know I should show up with to really fuck their heads up. WandaVision. Oh be, no, that's something they wouldn't even understand it because they, that's they're, the point. they're still on the first. <laughs> you know they're still on black and white TV. Like they be like, what this color? Like no, your ass better. You you better be time sliding up out of there. Changes because that show changes so many genres and so many colors. And it all. wouldn't even make no sense to them, dog. They would. It, that's this what shit I'm barely made sense to us. We first started watching. No remember? sense to them. None, dog. They would lose. But would... what makes you think Matrix makes sense? My point is, none of this is going to make sense. That's because, my first point. of all, all of this employs technology. Like when you mentioned CGI, yeah. pitch me rolling. Most 90, 90% of it employs shit that has never, rather, maybe not been invented, or maybe it has been invented, but it's so low level no, and it's not, not where it is now. It has not been invented. Right. I'm talking about every aspect of the film. So it could be things in there that have been used for, for decades and it just got better. Film. But my, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe but my point is my point stands that no matter what you show it's gonna be like nigga what like just even the way like the fact that it's high def yeah all there of that there was no motherfucking high def they like why does it look like that can their eyes adjust to it I don't know like yeah, like I say this is this is not a good this all ends in your demise unless you get up out of here not me <laughs> so, I'm hitting that blue nah I'm passing on this one Whenever it's time travel back in the 1950s, but you're right. I'm I woke up. I wake up and choose violence every day. Yeah, I'm passing. I'm chilling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, time machine We're to the future with it. That, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. The next question comes. <laughs> yes, I'm not going back. <laughs> next question comes from Static Shakur, aka Attack on Trifling. I this next one I don't understand. Plot plot twist, twist out. Like you know, plot twist. Plot twist out like a twist out. Yes. Oh, plot twist out. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, I get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that. Next up. <laughs> and Poison Irie. Poison Irie. 
favorite. Instead of poison ivy. I like that. Yes. All right. Question. Knowing what you know now, if you had a choice, would you rather have been blipped out of existence or remain on Earth for those five years? For your context, post-Endgame, as I've watched projects that Marvel has put out, I've paid close attention to how some characters speak about those who were snapped slash blipped. It's pretty subtle, but for example, Hayward, Wayward Hayward says, those who left, quote, unquote, and others have used language like, quote, when you were gone. I'm not sure if it's intentional, but the language used sometimes makes it sound like the folks had a choice. I'd probably be nitpicky, but it got me thinking, which would I choose now that I've seen Spider-Man, WandaVision, and Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Thanks. Ben, I mean, what would you do? The would people did not have a choice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they just got blipped out. Um, I would definitely not be blipped. Not be blipped. So you would rather stay with Carly and the Flag Smashers? Yes. I... I Nigga, you don't know if you're coming back. There ain't no, you know, like. Man, here's my thing: is being blipped like, like the way, the way, the way Peter Parker would show, uh, would show it is the is akin to dying. And it's yep. just like, and then if you're talking about dying, everyone has a different concept of what it means to die, right? Yep. Do you die and that's the end of everything? There's complete darkness. Like you have no understanding or recollection. Like you just cease to exist. Or is it a death like you're dead and you go to heaven and you have a soul and all this other stuff? Like it depends on your concept of death and if that pretends to death because if you're talking about when you die that's it it's ashes to ashes then all right that's gonna happen no way anyways as a human so mm-hmm. what is there to fear if you're not there to fear <laughs> does that make any sense like it made sense but yeah that's why i'm gonna there, go there with is live. no more ex- if you have that concept of death that means there is no existence so you're not gonna have a so you may be scared going out if you're Peter and you're able to even fucking sense it, and that's the other thing, most humans couldn't even sense it. It just happened. Yeah. Just, I just like right now we podcasting, and I just turn to and I get infinity faded. Ben, I mean, we'll see some some dead leaves fly away, and Damn, I wouldn't be... have no concept that I just got faded. All right, see, in that instance, I'd rather be faded. See, because, that's what I'm saying. Like, because I don't want to watch half of the world get faded and then have to. And, and that's the thing. But you know what I mean? It might not be that bad in the I, long I run. think with what you said just touched on what I think is my answer. I don't know if I can handle. Because remember, the blip means half of all life on this planet. Yep. That means more than likely someone or someone's in your family is going. And you may oh, or may yeah. And you 100%. may or may not experience it firsthand. Nope. Like, imagine you're in the room with all your family, including your dog, and your dog starts infinity fading away, and then your uncle starts fading away. Like, I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. Like, and y'all got to sit there and watch that? And that's what yeah. I'm saying. Could you, and I don't want to say strong because it's not about strength, could you accept that? Because not only is that just beyond the pale of what you understand about death, you've never experienced anything like that. So I, with your, with what you just said, Ben, I mean, that made me think, you know what? I think I'd rather be blipped because I'm not going to know what's happening. I'm not Peter Parker. I don't have Spidey sense. I'm not going to know what's happened or has happened. It's done and people's going to be sad and all this other stuff. But I mean, I'm gone. My thing is, if you think about it in the, in the typical concept of death, the westernized concept of death, what's the difference from when you naturally die when you're old or if you have a disease? Like, it's going to happen. Yes, but and that's people are gonna be sad on that stuff. But you technically may not have concept that it's happening. So what's the difference? I would rather have been blipped. No, not me. I'm gonna go back to my original and say yes, because life matters to me. You know, and life like, absolutely matters. But that's not what I'm at saying here. I'm not no, saying but life see, don't know, matter. Yeah, but see, what I'm saying in this instance, to me, it does. Like I, I don't want to be one. I like, like I always think. Uh, KRS One has this song. KRS One has this song. Oh yeah, where he says it's so very important that you live. 
you know, and it's like things, and he says things will turn around, you know, and it's like that's my mentality that I always keep. Like, sure, half of the world is gone, but it's still important for people to push on, you know. It's like b- niggas die every day, b. You know, I got to keep going. So, nah. I could use that same argument to say niggas die every day, b. Get blip. <laughs> nah, but see, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I. <laughs> get get lifted. Nah. Don't go anyway. Nah. Go, go with some Thanos snap. But again, that's again, this is this isn't a context of this question, right? Yep. You said if I could choose, if I had to choose rather, like I would if I had to choose, I would I would want to be alive, but also that thought of having to watch other people I love fade away, I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, it's one thing. It's one thing for someone to die because they they've have a again, they've had a disease or they're suffering or they're old or whatever. It's it's stuff that you're able to. Sometimes it happens suddenly. Sometimes you're able to build up to it. But but there's but it's all chance, right? To know that someone's gonna again the the, the Rafiki stuff, the the, the Rafiki dead leaves show up for, instead of the person. Like I just, yeah, I want to see it. I don't want to. You want to see that? I don't want to see that. <laughs> I want to see. I don't want to. No, I don't want to see that. I like I said. I like you know. I like life, and I don't know what death is like. So I'd rather go with life. You know what I mean? You wouldn't I'd know see. what death was like. Period. Unless you believe, again, this is all your concept of what death is. Unless you believe, you know, you're going to pass on, you're going to be able to see everything, you're going to. I believe in, I believe that your, you know, energy can't be created or destroyed. And so you, there is more to this life than just this. It's just one Mm. short, you know, this is one short, like, part of life. This is not all life. No, death is just a door to me, you know, but I don't, but at the same time, I want to enjoy this part of life while I can. And I'd like to see what happens after that blip. It'd be interesting. Niggas get blipped every day, B. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, next question. This one comes from Shep, aka H. Patty Swaggy, aka Manny Fresh Destiny. That is a play on P- Patty Swag, who was the president of HU during the old Howard oh, Patrick days. Patrick Swaggart. Patrick Swaggart, yes, the the menace himself. Um, Ooh, this this must be Jay Shep, our friend from HU. HU. Oh, you know. Um, and his other aka is aka Manny Fresh Destiny. I was like thinking like like man oh manifest like destiny. manifest destiny. Okay, yes. actually, that's trying to fire. That's fire. That's yeah. why I just laughed because you were like it just wasn't clicking. Because I, I I got what you were saying, but I was like, did he get it right? And I'm like, oh no, that's he pretty got fire. it right. Yeah, that's pretty fire. It's a it's, okay. a it's a riff off of manifest destiny. Yeah, Manny, manifest, manifest destiny or Manny Fresh Destiny. Okay. Yeah. The question goes, what up, fam? My bad if this question has been asked before, but it what has. Marvel storyline do you want to see on the big or small screen? What Marvel storyline do you not want to see? And why is it the Clone Saga? <laughs> Love what y'all do. You know, I've never read all of the Clone Saga, so it's like, that's one of those things where people will diss it all the time, and, and there's so much trash out there in comic books. I don't think it's like, you know, that deep. I would, I, and there's not one that I would not want to see. I want to see it all. Give it all I'm, to I'm me. with you. Also, because there's so many stories that, again, Ben Amin is the avid comic books head. He's the one who has all the years of knowledge. I don't. So I could even, besides stuff I may pick up now, and really the stuff I pick up now is more indie comics. And, mm-hmm. like, I'll go back and read old shit when, like, Ben Amin gives me the, you know, he says, hey, yo, you need to pick this up or check it out. Like, when he told me to check out Infinity War. Like way back when we right about that, like that shit is the funniest fucking thing, bro. Yo, the way that they play Nebula, bro, that shit is so funny to me. Oh my god, oh my god, and even like sometimes like y'all be doing it, y'all be posting these old ass panels from like, and this is DC comics, but like recently someone posted these old panels from a Supergirl or or, or Superman. Me, Superman comic when Supergirl first show up. 
That nigga Superman trife is fucked because he, his homegirl, his only, his only cousin, the only living other person from his race that he know of from Krypton shows up. And you know what this nigga say to her? Oh, bet. You cannot live with me. Um, let me take you to this orphanage. And if your powers manifest, oh no, the power powers manifest. He goes, oh, you got powers too? Bet. Go practice on that shit and you can stay in this orphanage. I'll holler at you. Like, that's what that nigga said. If you think I'm lying, read that panel. It's it's but that's what I was trying to explain to y'all. That is typical Golden Age Superman. Like that's just that's what how they wrote shit. Like steady. Oh, there is a blog dedicated to Superman as a dickery. There that's like minor to how he used to act. He would just always it was just like you know I need a solution. Okay, fuck whatever y'all feeling. Fuck whatever's is. going on right yeah, now. Yeah, here's the solution. You know what I <laughs> mean? And that was oh, Superman. Oh, you my cousin. Oh, we got the same uncle. Oh, facts. Orphanage. His is orphanage right here. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, but back to the question, I would like to see. I mean, the one that everyone talks about is Secret Wars, and there's several versions of Secret Wars in Marvel. There was a recent one done by uh, Hickman that was incredible. I mean, what am I talking about? House of X, Powers of X. That is what I want oh, to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, House of X. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I, that I'll is what I want that. to see from Marvel. That I yeah. am just. The further along this Reign of X storyline that they're in right now goes, just the more difficult, I imagine, for them to bring it to the MCU. But I'm still holding out hope, you know, because it is just so wild. And I really feel like it's going to end badly for the X-Men within the next year anyway. So I think the status quo is going to change from this. So we'll see what Mm -hmm. happens. But that is, my God. Like, if they did, like, a Game of Thrones type, you know, long five-season series on House of X, ugh. That would be sick. Sick. It'd be over. Yeah. Okay, next question comes from Kai Jr. And they write in parentheses, in hindsight, Kai Ju would have been a great nickname growing up. It would have. That would have been big flames. That could have been your rat name. All right. Their AKA I really like is Wrath of Farrakhan. (laughs) It's so trifling. I love it. I love it. All right. Question. Good day, fan fam. My silly question is as follows. The Last Emperor released the song Secret Wars Part 1 and Part 2, where he plays hip-hop artists against well-known comic book characters. Mm -hmm. I don't know who The Last Emperor is. You need to help me. Uh, It's fire. What hip-hop matchup would you like to see in a hypothetical Part 3? The easiest example being Run the Jewels versus Luke Cage and Iron Fist. Much love. Mm, Yeah, I, I could see that. I really can't. I love The Last Emperor Secret Wars Part 1 or 2, but I really... Is that a, an album or the name of a rapper? No, no. The Last Emperor is a rapper. Uh, okay. Late 90s, early 2000s, I want to say more of a freestyle artist. And they had this song Secret Wars. I never actually heard Part 2, but uh, Secret Wars Part 1, where it was like, you know, it was, it was like an imaginary story where you put a bunch of rappers batting a bunch of comic book dudes. It was cute. Um, It was dope at the time. I don't know, and I really have no suggestions for this answer, but what I do have is the rapper Inspector Deck under his AKA Czarface. Czarface and MF Doom just released an album last Friday. It's uh, MF Doom's first um, album after his untimely mm-hmm. demise. So Czarface and MF Doom, and they have a song on there called This Is Canon Now. And it is Czarface, mm-hmm. AKA Inspector Deck, going the fuck off about comics and talk about how because he doesn't have powers he has to rob superheroes for their powers yo 
Go listen to it on, you know, whatever. I've been bumping this shit over and over again since it dropped. This is Tannen Now by Czarface and MF Doom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk, you know, it's like Secret Wars Part 1 or 2, like, for a new age. Like, at one point, he's like, yo, let me get Kevin Feige on the phone. And it's like, someone picks up Kevin. And then he's like, before I finish this rhyme, you better have the ill-ass Fantastic Four movie with Thing, you know, Mr. Fantastic. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the other ones was whack. We need some hot shit. But the whole rhyme is so ill. He's talking about stealing powers and stuff from all these different characters. Go check that. That's my suggestion. Sorry if that's not really the answer you were looking for, but, you know, there you go. All right. And I have nothing to contribute, so I'm moving on. Yeah. The last question comes from our social media manager, Chica. Uh, she has AKAs, but they're more monikers as opposed to play on words. Okay. So Chica's AKAs are uh, Chica, AKA the Ebo Nordette. Okay. AKA champion of I'm a try rhetoric. <laughs> Meaning she's going to, like, if you ask her to do something, she's like, I'm a try. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm a try. Um, AKA lady of timeline chaos and destruction. Facts. Absolutely. That's yeah. you. AKA Grogu manga because she's an old baby and she likes to read. And AKA Aww. Miss Zero to War, real quick. Because y'all ain't finna disrespect my peeps and think there isn't at least one vote in HQ to drag y'all through the MCU and back. This is facts. facts. Chica does not play that shit. Don't y'all play us because she gonna drag you up and down the timeline with the quickness. So Yep. There it is. Her question goes, I've got questions for Guac. Once HBO actually drops these Game of Thrones prequels, will Castle Black come back? You know it. You freaking know it. Now, will we come back for every single last prequel? No. Probably not. Probably but that, not. But that next one, that that dragons joint, Yo, oh that's yeah, just, yes, yeah. We here. I mean, they got black people up in Westeros. Like we are I mean, here are y'all for even it. following the Castle Black Pod uh, account on Twitter, which you absolutely should be because it's been active. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot going on. I, I've been seeing the googly eyes coming out the account and sharing pictures and stuff, so it's active. Yep. Next question, Ben. What is your favorite song right now? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Um. Damn, man! I listen to a lot of music. Oh, uh, that this is tanning out. I just mentioned is I was definitely bumping the living life out of that. Um, Malcolm Spellman actually, and I just found out about this artist while doing research. I'm not sure if he still is, but at one point he was the manager for this artist, Fantastic Negrito. Okay. So I went and listened to Fantastic Negrito's music, and that Negrito is. <laughs> For Waco. Oh my God. I was so mad. He's like a um, if y'all know about uh Cody Chestnut. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like in that Cody Chestnut, you know, that Prince derivative oh, that funk, rock, you that know, black people, rain. soul, okay. you know, the shit that we created, but we don't get enough credit for, and that you know, people like him are still doing, and it is dope, yo. He had this song uh like Blame the Bad Guy or No Bad Guy Necessity is the name mm-hmm. of the tune. And I was like, yo, he should have used this for John Walker's entrance because it's about like, oh, you need a bad guy. Well, I'm here for it. Ooh. You know, that's the name of the song. Everybody needs a bad guy. You know, bad guy necessity. Everybody needs somebody to blame. Yeah. So I'll be here for it. So, yeah, fantastic. The great toe. As always, Toby and Igway. I've been the he got this joint. Big with his, Toby. Yes. Yeah. He got this joint with his wife. Um, Eat that fat. I play. I play yeah, with fat that I play over and over again. Like. I play eat so much, goddamn much. So yeah, any Toby in Igwe, you know, that's just like a constant in my life right now. 
Yes. The next yeah. question she writes, Tati, do you see yourself writing another piece for Marvel Voices? Absolutely. If they will have me, I will be there. Yep. Before, If y'all remember, last year, it was really only a year ago, but last year I wrote a, an essay piece regarding tech in the Marvel Universe, particularly about black women in tech and how that's related and also affects in some ways, the real world. So make sure if you haven't read that, that you pick that up. You, act, I don't know. You, I feel like you can still get Marvel Voices issue one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Marvel Voices Legacy. Marvel Voices yep. issue one had like five different var- variant covers or whatever. I'm sure you can probably get it now. Um, you can also get my, see my or read my essay on marvel.com. Um, for the lucky people who showed up to Anyone Comics last year, I, I we all were there. All, not, not every single last author, but damn near all the authors damn and some near. of the... Some of the, uh, and a lot of the illustrators, we were all there. We signed copies. So if you're one of the lucky ones, you have a copy signed by me and others. That said, yes, I would absolutely do that. Um, I, I said all of that long-winded stuff to say, uh, I would like to, if possible, write an actual story and mm. not just an essay. So if I can actually write or even co-write uh, an actual comic story that that shows up in the book and it gets like um, drawn by like... I, I don't, I'm trying to think of a name like Kari Randolph or somebody like that. Like it would be Ooh. really cool. Okay, I mean it'll, it'll really happen. Cool. Let's just say it will happen. It will happen. I'm gonna put that out in the universe. It will happen. I'm game, and um, maybe I need to get writing, get to writing. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, oh, so she was just saying the last part she said was that she was um inspired by Luna to drop her own AKA list. So thank you so much, Chica. We appreciate you. Our whole crew, except for Uncolored Page, have dropped their own AKAs. We're gonna get him next. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we need to is... get Chica and Luna on this show. Oh, we do. Yeah. If y'all want to be. I know sometimes people who are behind the scenes like, don't put me in front. But yeah. if we got. We, I think we're going to have to drag y'all out. So. Facts. <laughs> um, that is it for the guac. Thank y'all so much for the questions. We love it. Make sure y'all send us questions about geek and pop culture or anything in your life or any questions you have for us. We love you. Uh, hit us up. Contact at 4allnerds.com on the email. If you want some privacy, you have something longer. You can always hit us up on For All Nerds on our social medias. We always do our guac posts every week. Generally, always do it. <laughs> and you can ask your questions. And lastly, if you are a patron of For All Nerds, Patreon, patreon.com slash For All Nerds specifically, doesn't matter what tier you're on, you get guaranteed guac questions. So ask them and we shall answer. Yes, and I was looking for another book to pull out right now for my next segment. Comic Psychopter! That's right, Comic Psychopter, where we talk about all the different comic books that we've been copping, that we've been buying, that we've been reading. Thank you to everyone who's been posting them. Shout out to that person, I cannot remember your at name right now, who posted the image of this comic book where T'Challa was letting the T'Chapa go on Spider-Man. Yo, was he like shooting glass shards? I have never seen that that? book. I did not know that T'Challa ever let go with T'Challa. Of course, Benamine says that and that's me. Yeah, of course. I I was dying when I I saw that. Someone had to see that joke. Come on now. T'Challa let loose the T'Chapa. So shout (laughs) out to anyone who posts comics I cop. Use the hashtag comics I copped on Twitter, on Instagram. Thank you for all that, for all the support, all the love, showing what you've been reading, what you've been buying, all that great stuff. As always, shout outs to my local comic book store, Anyone Comics in Brooklyn, for holding me down every week. Um, I don't have anything new this week because I've not been into anyone yet. But out this week, 
is the latest issue of Children of the Atom. This is Children of the Atom mm. number one right here. Yes, and we were talking about that before. Yeah, we talked about this last week. The latest issue is number three by Vita Ayala and Bernard Chang. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amazing writer, friend of the show. Bernard is an amazing artist. We need to have him on the show at some point. Absolutely. Very fire artist. I love Bernard. And, you know, the mystery of who these children are and how they relate to the X-Men continues to grow and deepen. There is some big revelations in issue three. I already got to read it. It is like, I still don't know what the F's going on, Vita. I'm about to have to DM you and ask you a lot of questions because... <laughs> and Vita's going to be like, no. No, you get I, I, nothing. I, I'm really, just from the art itself, I'm really interested in that Gambit character. Is that a well, black woman? It or? is a black woman. And she goes through some stuff in this issue. I, I'm really interested in Gambit character because Gambit's one of my favorite X-Men just ever. Well, she so goes to through... combine her, combine it, combine that character, and now and, and flip it. Like I'm, I'm all about it. Well, like I said, she goes through it in this issue. So uh, definitely catch up on Children of the Atom. It's on the third issue right now. Also, this week from the X Men Camp, uh, X Core number one dropped, which is exploring the X Men and how they're turning into a corporation. Basically, how the island of Krakoa is, you know, selling and buying and doing all this other stuff. I wasn't really capitalism. Basically, capitalism. You know, mutant capitalism. I really wasn't blown away by the first issue so far. It features uh, Angel as the leader of X Corps and this other character, Monet, who is one of my favorite X Men characters. She is a badass in every shape, form. But like I said, I wasn't blown away by that first issue. But I'm gonna keep with it because it's got uh, Angel, it's got Monet, and it's got Multiple Man. Um, I've also finally caught up on Edge Factor by Leia Williams. That shit is fire, yo. Shout out to Leia, yo. She killed it with this series. Uh, Edge Factor is about to end on issue 10, and she's going to do another series in the Edgeman world. So shout out to them. Actually, I don't even know if they're identified as she. So shout out to Leia. Very dope. I, you know, at first I wasn't sure about that Edge Factor, but it's fire. Like, and it's only a 10 issue run. So dope little 10 issues if you just want to get into something in the Marvel and the X-Men. And last but not least, I just want to shout this book out again. We shouted it out last week, but I just want to make sure y'all up on this motherfucker because it's that good. The other history of the DC universe, trying to get y'all a shot of these beautiful covers right here. Love it. Yeah, they are that, just that amazing. Bumblebee on the left. Yep, uh, that's the Bumblebee and uh, uh, what's the name? Gabriel. Uh, what is his name? I cannot. Mal. I love when black people are drawn like nicely and expressively like that. Like that's mm -hmm. really, it's just beautiful. Well, the other history of the DC universe is written by John Ridley with amazing art by Giuseppe Camunipoli. I think I probably butchered your name. Sorry about that, fam. <laughs> but it sounds like a butcher. <laughs> yeah, each each issue covers um a, either one character or a set of characters as in this. This is Mal, uh, Gabriel, and yeah. What's her name? Bumblebee? Bumblebee. Yeah. Well, they're a married couple. And so this covers their entire history as they went through, because they were part of the young teen titans. Then they went through other teams. They're part of the outsiders with mm -hmm. Batman, all kind of different stuff. And so it just covers their entire history. And it also relates it to like real world events. And it's just an ill thing because it's like they narrate each issue. So the latest issue, which I haven't got to read yet, features Kratana. So it's going to get into some of the stuff, you know, that uh, Japanese characters have to deal with dealing, you know, coming up. I think Katana is one of the first Japanese heroes mm. in the DC universe. Just like the first issue was about Black Lightning and how he was the first black hero in the DC universe and how it felt 
as a black man to be the first black superhero. They keeping it real. Yeah. So it's a great series. John really is killing it. I just highly recommend it to anyone, especially if you're one of the people like me. Like I'm a I'm a Marvel head first and then I know some DC stuff. I mean, I know a lot of DC shit just because I know a lot of comics, but I don't know all the little details. And so this is a okay. great way to catch you up on like a lot of the history of the DC universe while also showing it to you from a very black or very people of color perspective. And it's just an ill-ass take. And I hope this book gets all the awards, all the recognition it deserves. The other history of the DC universe, it's magazine size. They're, you know, big giant-ass books. Yeah, They're beautiful. They're, they're dope. They're amazing. Get you some. Excellent comments, I caught, Ben. I mean, thank you. thank you to everyone who is listening. Before we go, I just want to do one final shout-out. Shout-outs to Dean Felicia Rashad. The Felicia oh, yes. Rashad has mm. been announced officially as our new dean of the newly reestablished College of Fine Arts at the Howard University, the real H-U. H-U? You 